Matt, are you ready for a night of fun? I'm always down for fun, Anna. You know that. (laughs) Well, we hit 2 million listens this year and to celebrate, we're going on tour. That we are. So on Thursday, the 7th of September, we're going to be in Melbourne. Wednesday, the 13th of September, we're going to be in Brisbane. And Thursday, the 21st of September, we're going to be in Sydney. We're going to have special guests, prizes and so much fun. So make sure you get your tickets in our show notes. Bye. See you there. to the Where's Your Head At Hotline, our weekly show where we catch up with each other and connect with you all on our hotline voicemail. We want to hear from you guys, so please send your stories, questions, advice or tea to Pod at gmail.com to be featured on one of our episodes. I'm Anna. And I'm Matt. Let's jump in. Hello and good morning, everyone. Good morning, Anna. Good morning, everyone. You've had to blow your nose. I was. I was thinking about it, but I might not. But if I do during this episode, sorry in advance if I sound very nasally. Oh, you're not unwell. Yeah, I'm very unwell. I don't know. I woke up in the middle of the night last night. And you know when you can't swallow and you're like, like you've got the dry throat, the block nose. Yeah, I'm very run down. Have you had an armor force? No, I haven't. I've actually written that down. What's the name of that thing you always say? Armor force. Armor force. Type it, type it, get it. Get them in you. They're so good. Where do you get them from? Any chemist. Any chemist? But I think they're behind the counter now, so you have to actually go up and ask for them. Don't so need a script? You don't need a script. So I just go up and I'll say, can I get an arm? Is it, can it work now or is it already like too late? No, no, it can work now. It can work Definitely now. go and do it. But I do see that you have a variety of things on the table in the podcast room. Oh, uh, God, when I sat Which down. is a little concerning because I don't want to get sick. Am I going to get sick? I won't, I won't <laughs> breathe on you too close. But I, when I sat down before you got here, I like had my back. And I was like unloading it out, like my <gasps> what is it, strepsils, my <laughs> my Vix breathing thing, my um, cough syrup, yeah. So I went to Coles on the way, and I've spent literally over fifty dollars. I have cold and flu tablets as well, uh, yeah. So worst. it is. Do you know when you buy like a big bill like that, and you get like real buyer's remorse? No, what's that? Buyer's remorse. So buyer's remorse is when you have negative emotions such as regret, anxiety or guilt when you buy something or an item shortly afterwards. Do you know what? When I go to like the chemist, if anything, I like will go in there and go on like a bit of a spending spree. Like it's no more than probably $60, but I'll get like hair ties and maybe I'll get like a lip balm. Maybe I'll get some Nurofen, you know, like all the little knickknacks that you need from the chemist. And it actually makes me feel really happy. You get dopamine from buying. Uh, yeah, because I, I buy things I need. I wonder why it's different. Some people get buyer's remorse. I only get buyer's remorse really bad at the moment because I'm like vigorously saving. So I go like, do I really need to spend, you know? Do I really need some strepsils for my burning throat? Yes. That is a yes. That is a yes. But when the bill came to like 50 something dollars, I was sort of like, oh, like, yeah. yeah. You don't have to really try to get the most expensive cold and flu. Like I could probably get like home brand, save 20 bucks. You but- could probably get Armour Force and just be done with it. Although Armour Force is a little steep. It's like $30 per little box of money. How many do you get in a box? Oh, so it's not just a, okay. So it's a decent <laughs> box. Yeah, yeah. It's like a you know pill tablet thing. Okay. Well, before you came in, I was doing a little bit of um, research on buyer's remorse, oh. Anna, because I was like, why do I feel so guilty? And I remember my sister was saying as well, her boyfriend bought new shoes, 
And he like put them on and he wore them out to the restaurant. They were dressed up. They were nice boots and he spent a fair bit on them. Yeah. And he was like getting really stressed. He's like, I don't think I needed these. Like they don't fit me properly. Like all this oh, sort of stuff. No. And she was saying he had, and was laughing at him actually saying he had full buyer's remorse. And I was like, hmm, I think I get that sometimes as well. That's so interesting. Cause I think I'm like the opposite end of the spectrum where yeah. it's like, I, if I'm sad, then I'll do some like retail therapy that will give me a little bit of dopamine. I mean, it doesn't last that long but it's like it's more like when I do buy things it makes me like peak and happy well that's funny you say that because sometimes if I do buy something I'll get dopamine and I'll be like <laughs> yeah I needed that but then like oh once once the dopamine wears off I'm sort of like huh did I need this? Like, was this just an impulse buy? Should I return? Didn't we have this conversation? No regrets. No regrets. Did it, yeah, you it was, just need to, you need to buy. You need to accept didn't it. Didn't we have this conversation one time and we were saying how like we won't, I'm willing to take something back and you're just like, fuck it. Do we have that on the podcast or was that? It was I definitely, don't know, but we've definitely had that conversation. And how you've got friends who are willing to take stuff back as I'm like, and I'm the same when you just, you're yeah, like, Yeah, nah. so like one of my, yeah, I think we did speak about this actually a few episodes ago. So did we one on of, the podcast? So it on was the definitely podcast. in the room. I don't, I don't know. know, but just for context for everyone listening, one of my friends is so good. Like she'll buy an item and she is a bit indecisive and she'll take it home. And if she's like, no, actually, I don't need this, she will return it and like go back. Whereas like in my mind, I'm like, if I'm going to buy something, I'm going to be very sure about it. Yeah. I'm going to love it. And then once it's bought, it's bought. Like there is no returns. Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't buy something that I hadn't tried on. I mean, I guess it is a little different for online shopping. Yeah. But I mean, fuck, it would take a lot for me to return something. So what happens? It just sits there. Or I might like give it to a friend. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a big shopper or online shopper, so I don't think it would happen as often. But yeah, I do have friends definitely. Like for instance, actually, I have a different friend who will buy like 10 items and then she'll return three of them and like pick her favorites from like an online store. And then try them on. Try them on. I have no shame. I'll return it. I'll just go up to the counter and be like. (laughs) I mean, each to their own. I don't want this anymore. Yeah, each to their own. Well, when I was doing search about buyer's remorse, this is on topic with you. 52% 52% of homeowners have buyer's remorse as soon as they buy their house. As soon as they buy it. Yeah, so they'll Stop. get into the house and they'll have regret about it. Do you know what? I do not have buyer's remorse. So I'm obviously in the 48% because I am more obsessed with my little unit than ever before. Like we have sunk into it. We love it. It's just so homely. Like when people come and see the house they're like it's so homely and cozy you've been actually recently i did and i did say this is a very homely i was like banging did you? Yeah. yeah i did say it was very homely i couldn't believe it that like you owned that house like that's wild yeah when you think about it you own it like yeah. you're not paying rent it's in a really cute spot like we're very close to the beach so like we feel really grateful and like every day we wake up and we're like oh my god it's ours we're so happy so I definitely don't suffer from that but then again like like you said like I don't really suffer from it with anything because I wouldn't really buy something unless I was a thousand percent sure. And you're a hundred percent new. I am one hundred percent new. Okay, well everyone out there that suffers buyer's remorse, the same as myself, I've gone <laughs> and put together some tips oh. for navigating that feeling and how to avoid it. 
So one is wait at least 72 hours before making the purchase. So say you go into a shop and you see something and you're like, I want that, but it's a little bit out of your price range. Maybe be like, you know, like I'm going to think about it. Obviously with medical supplies, I need them so I can get through this (laughs) podcast. So I didn't have that luxury of waiting. But still. No regrets for the medical stuff though. Like you needed it. I need it. Oh no, I have no regrets, but I was just like, oh, I could probably, you know, you know, wait to save that money for something else. You know what? When you said that, it kind of reminded me of the fact that Michael and I just bought bedside tables mm-hmm. and we've had one bedside table for the longest time. And one of my friends was like, do you know that it's really bad luck to have one bedside table? But because our old room was so small, we could only fit one bedside table. And so once she told me that, I'm like very big on like feng shui and everything being like... Where does the bad luck come from? I don't know where she pulled it from, but... I used to only have one bedside table. Well, you know, I have, I'm, I don't want to live with one bedside table <laughs> anymore because now she's put it into my head that it's bad luck. So anyway, I was in this beautiful shop. I just happened to stumble across it, found these amazing bedside tables. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow, I wonder how much they are. Ask the people how much they were. They were a bit out of my price range. But then, and I think she could see me like kind of twitch a bit when she told me, I was like, oh, that's a little bit expensive. And then she was like, but it's like our, you know, what was it? The end of financial year sale at the time. Let me get it right. F. Efo, <laughs> E-F, Offy, Offy, I always Is get it? that wrong. Is it? End of, of financial, financial year sale. Offies. Offies. Ifios. <laughs> I don't know. Someone said it to me one time and I'm just... People probably have the right word in their <laughs> yeah, head and, and they're, they're like, like Anna and they're actually idiots. But anyway, <laughs> oh, the, <laughs> the cops, the cough syrup's coming out. <laughs> You're drinking it straight from the bottle? Yeah, it's nice. Jeez, it's like a shot. But anyway, she told me that the end of financial year sale was coming up and I was like, fuck, it's like a pretty like decent price. Then I told Michael about it, was Mm. like, these bedside tables are amazing. How good are they? And he's like, yeah, they're okay. And I was like, no, but seriously, they're so good. I promise you they're amazing. You have to see them in real life. And I basically put them in my cart, like my shopping cart, for I think a week, maybe two actually now that I think about it. They were in there for a while and I kept going back to it. Classic. I kept going back to it. And like I'm not someone who really sits on purchases, but it was because Michael was like, "Mm, you know, that's a bit spenny. We're going to Europe. Like we don't want to spend any money on new furniture. Like that's a post-Europe. And plus we have the wedding. Like, you know, we don't want to be. consider. There's a lot of saving happening in our mm. household. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know what it was. I just set my heart on them. And the more I went back to the cart, the more I was like, I should just do it. This is like a one-off purchase. I'm going to have these for 20 years. Even if we upgrade our house, you know, I'm going to bring them with me. I love them. Anyway, I just went and bought them. Do you know that I do that with, um, with well, good. You I don't, love them. You don't have any remorse? Fucking no remorse. I'm like in, in love obsessed. I, um, I do that with stuff. Sometimes I put them in my cart and I'll keep checking them and I'm like, oh, it's still here. That's a sign. I've got to buy them. <laughs> They're they, still here. They keep it there. They're, the brand keeps it No, there. but like, I mean, they're not sold out in my size or whatever. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Another thing to um, not have buyer's remorse is ask yourself the W's. Why you need it, where you're going to put it, where you'll wear it, where you are, like all that sort of stuff. What is it? Is it like what, you know, just ask yourself the W's. What, and what was the other one? <laughs> 
Wear Why, what, where, when. When, when, when are you going to wear it? When <laughs> yeah. are you going to wear it? When are you going to buy it? When are you going to use it? All that sort of stuff. So why did I need it? Because one bedside table is bad luck <laughs> and I can't get the, the same one where, again because it's now sold out. Where are you going to put it? In the bedroom. <laughs> In the bedroom. You've got to ask yourself all the Ws. And then another quick one is don't save your credit card information online. I know we all do it. It makes life easier, but it definitely makes that transaction quicker and you don't get time to think about it. You just click Ooh, purchase straight I've away. I've done that recently. I now have that shop app and it just, do you have that? No, yeah, that it's sounds, probably good that, that you don't dangerous. have it. <laughs> but it has all of your details in it and it makes like your life so easy and it puts all of your shopping purchases into one area so you can see when they're coming. It's oh, it's like it makes life a little too easy. So when That's you said dangerous. that, that kind of reminded well, me of I've it. I've made a folder for all my um, shopping apps so they're like not in, in, out of mind, out of sight sort of thing. Yeah, so yeah, you put yeah. them away. Yeah. yeah. Um, so there's some quick um, quick tips on how to, you know, not have buyer's remorse like myself this morning. I love it. Matt, you don't have buyer's remorse. I don't. I just – I just, need it. Yeah, I needed these. But like I just at the time I was like, oh, fuck, $52. On <laughs> cold and flu tablets, <laughs> I was like, "Geez, you're yeah. like that's out, that's straight out of my house deposit money." But I did get flyby points, so did I was you? all chill about that. You know what? Speaking of points, one of my friends actually had listened to our episode where you were talking about potentially using your points to buy flights for my wedding, and she is doing the same thing. And she was like. I'm using points to pay for the flights to come to your wedding. So oh, I was really? Like, Interesting. Hey, tell her, get her to tell me how she did it. I've, I don't know how to do that. Well, you're gonna have to look into it. I think hers is um, not flybys though. I think it's, it's velocity. Yes, they link up, so it's like I won't yeah. go into technicalities about it, but they link up, so you can use your flyby points. Just give them a point. call, figure <laughs> it out. We want to hear on the pod. I want to see you get some free, not free, because you've obviously spent the money, but you know. No, so. but I want to keep my points. I don't want to let it go. I'm, I want to hoard them. Don't be a hoarder of points. Like you know, if you die tomorrow. You're well, going to be sad will. about that. They're in my will. To who? You want them? You can no. have them. <laughs> Give them to one of your sisters. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so I, I'm feeling very sore today. Why is that? I know that I've spoken a lot about the fact that, you know, I've been a little bit unfit. I've only been walking fit. I'm now not just walking fit. I'm Reformer Pilates fit because nice. I went to my first Reformer Pilates class yesterday. So that's the one where you're on the, uh, the bed the bed thing and it, like you push against it and the, what do you call them? The, the straps, straps and yeah. the weights and all of the good the stuff. The resistance, make it resistant. Yeah. yeah, it was a strength class. My body, like... I feel sore, but I feel good. Like there's definitely a few muscles like, you know, in my side rib cage kind of thing that haven't been worked in a while. I was about to say, they probably don't know what the go is. It's yeah, they're like, like, what is going on what is going here? On? But I've heard that's what the Pilates are good for. They use muscles that yeah. like in different places that you wouldn't normally use. Yeah. And like, as you know, over the move time, I had a really sore neck. I was stiff. I could barely turn my head left to right. And I was yeah. like... I, I did go to a um, physio class and she was like, you need to like start strengthening your muscles. And I was like, what muscles are you talking about? Like I go for a walk, I'm good. Turns out there's a lot of muscles I haven't been using because they're all super sore. But something that has helped with the, you know, first Pilates session back soreness has been yeah. magnesium. 
really good for muscle soreness. So that's my recommendation. A little bit of magnesium before bed as well. It's good for sleep. I take it every night before bed. Didn't? When we had Nat on the podcast, she did say that um, your body can't digest enough magnesium. So you just got to keep taking it. Yeah. So I've changed it to morning and evening now. Yeah. Yeah. Magnesium so good. And turmeric as well. Take turmeric. That's good for your muscles. I've actually been having that in tea. Actually, I got this new tea just at my local supermarket and it's a turmeric lemon and ginger tea Oof. with probiotics Yum. in it. And it's so good. So I've been having that every night and I think it's like, you know, also helping with the muscle soreness I and might just get that. general health. Yeah, I might get that because I take a chamomile, but that puts me to sleep. But if I have one of them to make me feel a little bit better as well. The only thing I think about like overly taking vitamins and I can't overly take vitamins because I have hemochromatosis. And that just basically means that I have too much iron. A lot of like women are anemic, so they I was have about to say they don't not, have iron. Yeah, they don't have enough, so they they're like iron below. Deficient. Yeah, iron deficient. Whereas mine's is too high, which means that one of the things that I have to be really really be careful of is taking vitamins because anything with iron in it, it will just spike me, and then it's really unhealthy for me to have that because when you do have too much iron, it kind of deteriorates your organs. So I try not to take too many vitamins. But I also heard that it's also good to just try to get your vitamins from your food. So making sure that your nutrition is really good. So then therefore you don't actually need to take a fuckload of vitamins all the time. Well, I try and do both. I just take the vitamins as like a little bit of a precautionary. A lot of people say it just gives you expensive piss. But, you know, if I do, (laughs) if I have, if I take in a little bit of the vitamins, I'm happy with that. On that um, iron story and getting it in food, um, there was this wrestler who signed with WWE from Australia and they do like a physical, obviously when you get signed and they tested all these blood and all that yeah and they're like like what supplements are you taking your iron is like through the roof and he was like you know just these vitamins nothing really had iron in it and they're like well what's your diet and then they looked at his diet kangaroo he was eating a lot of kangaroo and because it's high in protein but it's also high in iron wow so like spiked his like um iron levels up through the roof that's so interesting so i've never even realized that because i would never probably eat kangaroo ever because i think they're the cutest animals ever and i love them so you're not a kangatarian i'm not a kangatarian i think it's gross (laughs) i like i used to eat them eat kangaroo yeah Yeah, it's good for people who are kind of like trying to remain lean and fit i think the burgers they smell so strong and so potent ew like what like I don't know. How would you explain it? Like a meaty sort of meat smell. I haven't had them in a couple of years. I don't know. Really... I just think kangaroos are so cute. Like not the ones who box people and like knock them the out. But like... <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're like, and this is going to be pretty bad to say, but aren't they like a vermin? Like there's a lot of them. They're uh, not vermin. They're, they're not cute. Ver- they're... We're Australian. Well, what I mean is yeah. there's a lot How of vermin. How un-Australian a... of you to say not, that a kangaroo I... is vermin you, now. The, I think the vermin <laughs> expression means like there's a lot of them and they take and they have like negative effects on the ecosystem. I don't know. This is the their home though so you know we're just we're just living <laughs> in it we're living in their home because there's like there's another other vermins like crocodiles are there's a lot of them yeah maybe i'd call crocodile vermin but they're not like don't you dare talk ill about crocodiles crocodiles aren't like hopping around with their cute little bunny ears and like the... their little joeys in the pouches popping out oh, like you know what i mean cute, crocodiles are like snapping at people's faces <laughs> i fucking love crocodiles you, but you love the idea of them. If you were in a, in a pool with a crocodile and you didn't have any sort of protection around you, I think you you change very quickly into not liking. Not liking. Them. One. Imagine <laughs> if you had one as a pet and it was like loyal to you, like a dog. 
What? <laughs> that would be what? so cool. And it was like your own little, like, you know, like. What are you going to do? Take it on a fucking leash <laughs> and walk for it. a walk? You know, remember Mocker would bark at other people. Imagine a crocodile. You'd be like, come back. It's That's like when I say like those like very, very rich, well-off people and it's almost like nothing pleases them. So they like can't just have like a normal cat or a normal dog. They have like a huge lion. I'm just like, what are you thinking? That's cruel having a lion in a cage like that. But no, no, no. They don't have them in cages. They literally live in the house with them. Fuck. Have you not seen those no, I haven't people? seen that. Fuck, I'm going to send you some videos tonight. Have There's- you? Yeah, um, Pablo Escobar, didn't he do that with hippos? And they like now infested Colombia. They weren't meant to be. They're not native to Colombia, but they got free when you got. Is that a made up story? I please. Someone fact check that, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure I saw it on my um, Instagram fa- fact checks. If you're going to say something, it has to be legit because I, I need to know if that's true now. That's wild scene. Let me see. But I mean, there's people who run around with like cheetahs and like these, you know, very dangerous animals. And I just think it's so dangerous. It scares me. Colombia's cocaine hippos are all descendants <laughs> of their three females and one male illegally imported by the drug dealer leader Pablo Escobar. After he died in 1993, the hippos got free and escaped the estate and established themselves in the river. Wow, Look at that. Coming in <laughs> I'm strong coming with, with the, the facts. That's what happens when you leave me here Fact late for half an hour when you're It late. was 15 minutes and I knew you were going to bring it up. <laughs> I literally am never late to this podcast. Today I was 15 minutes late. You can't double it for the sake of a story. Matt loves a bit of mayo. He loves it. <laughs> loves a bit of mayo. Into my recommendation. Yes. So so my recommendation is a grapefruit in the morning. Oh my god, Matt, you're speaking my language. I love a grapefruit in the I morning. I love them. I used to do it full when I modelled full time. I used to have a grapefruit every morning before I ate. Aww. Apparently, yeah, apparently, kickstart some metabolism. And I love them. I actually like the flavour of them. I love the flavour of them. My nana actually swore by it. Like she used to have them every single day and it made me love it as well. And when I I do have half a grapefruit or a full grapefruit in the morning, it reminds me of her. I used to half them as well and I half them now just to – because I think a full one's a bit much and then you half them and put it in the fridge and save it for the next day. Yeah, that's what I did too. Yeah, nice. Yeah. I'm actually loving that recommendation. Do you put sugar on them? No. no, Do you? No, you're a pretendo if you do that. Is that a thing that people put sugar yeah, on them? No yeah, way. They do, yeah. I kind of love the sourness of it. It makes me feel like I'm kind of like my body's getting a bit of like a, you know, wash and dry, dry clean. The ruby ones <laughs> aren't that sour. Or for me, they're not that sour because no, I'm used to them. I, I love think. Them. I think if you're going to start it, you might be like, oh, this is a bit sour. Yeah, it's it's an acquired taste for sure. Like you really need to like give yourself. And what do they say that if you don't like the taste of something, if you have it seven times, for seven days in a row, then you will acquire the taste. So, you know, if you want to do it for the health benefits, if you really hate the taste, not that I do because we, we both love the taste, but if you want to acquire it, give it seven days and get back to us. Well, here are some benefits of the grapefruit. Ooh, yeah. It's low in calories, yet it's high in nutrients. Yep. It um, benefits your immune system. Eating a grapefruit may improve your heart health as well, and it's high in antioxidants. I love that. You know what? I have been on an immune system journey. I was getting sick flat out and now I'm not getting sick. So anything that's good for the immune system, I can, I'm down for it. Well, here I am saying have a grapefruit. It helps with your immune system. Yet I'm stocked up on all this stuff and I'm sick. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. maybe. maybe have was, you been having them? Yeah. So maybe it's fighting out the bad stuff and this is what's <laughs> happened. <laughs> 
<laughs> maybe it's kicking okay. the bad stuff out of my body and it's right. now coming out. Okay, well, look, on that note, let's jump into our hotline. Hello, you've reached Anna and Matt. We can't get to the phone right now. But please leave us a message on our hotline after the beep. Okay, so the next hotline that comes in is anonymous. Hi, <laughs> Anna and Matt. Bianca here. I have a funny Hi, story about an Hi. experience I had recently on Marketplace after hearing all <laughs> about Matt's experiences <laughs> selling items on there. I love it. Recently, love I was it. trying to sell some Bellini heels and long story short, I started to receive a couple of messages asking for some extra photos of the shoes on, which <laughs> I thought was pretty normal. Usually people like to see <gasps> items of clothing or shoes on. They didn't just want to see a photo of the shoes on. That wasn't good enough. They continued to ask for more photos of the bottoms of the feet. Now, I thought they meant the bottoms of the heels to see how damaged they were. No, this continued and they wanted more and more photos of my feet and I was completely creeped out and blocked the user and they found other ways to contact me. They obviously had a foot fetish and they were coming to Marketplace for their fix. It was a very strange experience and I'll really consider... And think first before I sell shoes on there again. Oh, my God. So, first of all, let's, like, think of it. The guy or whoever it was that's doing that has actually found a loophole in the system to get free pics of feet. That's like, so, like, <laughs> fucked up to be that obsessed with feet that you're going to those types of extremes. And this is, like, a warning to anyone who's selling shoes now because I honestly did not think of that. Neither did I. And then once she started saying it, I yeah, was like, I was I was like, like oh, uh. yeah, okay. So he's got a foot fetish and he's trying to get photos of your feet. What a sick fuck. I don't know. What it, what is it with people who have a foot fetish who are, like, obsessed with seeing the soles of the feet? Like, what's... I don't have a foot fetish personally. So no, I, no. Don't, I don't know what the soul would bring. I mean, I don't mind a cute little tootsie toe. <laughs> But I'm not going to go to the marketplace and go fucking scavenge for them. You know what I mean? Like if the girl has nice toes, I, I like that. It's pretty creepy that the person has found her as well. So He'd do it to multiple people. I reckon he'd type in women's shoes and then like send the buyers and say, hey, can I see him on? Surely there's enough content on the internet that people who have a foot fetish can go watch some, I don't know, foot fetish porn. Wiki or feet, Anna Wiki McAvoy. Feet, which I happen to have been put on. You know, there's all of these different sources. Why is it that they've this guy's gone to Marketplace to – Poor Bianca, who's trying to sell some shoes. Maybe the like the not the thrill of the naughtiness of it. Not when I say naughtiness, I mean like the the wrongness of it. Maybe gets him off as well. And so, is it like any feet? Like I'm assuming they obviously don't know what her feet look like. They're asking for pics. So, is any foot going to turn them on, or is it like specific feet they're looking for? Like, I don't really get the whole premise of it. I think it must be like it would be like no, I don't know. This is just like a massive guess, but I'm assuming like we all have our types and people that we're into, so they might see the foot a little bit different to the next person. But either way, they're still going to get turned on by the foot. I guess so. Poor Bianca, like she's literally just trying to sell some shoes, and someone's getting turned on by her feet. Like that the sucks. Marketplace is the wild west. It it's a wild, wild west out there. Do you imagine, no one's safe. Imagine if like they have like a type of foot they like, like, you know, where like the, um, what's this one? The index one is longer than the... Oh, the second one's the second longer. That's my foot. Toe. Yeah, maybe they like that. Or maybe they like mine that's in a straight diagonal. 
I literally have perfect <laughs> diagonal line. <laughs> it's a self-proclaimed perf- perfect, perf- perfectly diagonal. They all go like this, one smaller than the next. That's so funny. I remember when I went to my first modeling agency, and they um, rated all of my body parts out of ten. That's how wild it used to be being yeah. a model. And I was 17 years old and they looked at my feet and because they weren't in like the full diagonal. So obviously I had my big, yeah, like yours, Matt, your perfect feet. Um, So obviously I have my big toe and then the one beside it is longer and then they go in a diagonal from there. And the modeling agency looked at my feet and they were like five out of (laughs) ten. That hurts, that hurts. And I never had a complex about my feet until they gave me a five out of 10. And I was like, excuse me. Like, I like my feet. I'm okay that my second toe is longer, but- A lot of people's are. You know what I mean? Look, let's not give me a five out of 10. Like these these little tootsies are at least a seven out of 10. <laughs> well, put it if this makes you feel better, Anna, if I rate a movie a five out of 10, I still enjoyed it. <laughs> That's good to know that. I still enjoyed it. It's just sitting on the fence. If it I, just is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. It's not, it's not, that's not a bad rating, but it's not the best. Yeah. Guys, we love hearing your marketplace stories. Keep them coming. Please it's do. It's too good. I know. I'm, I'm there with you. So if you've got them, <laughs> I'm all going through them all at the same time. Interestingly enough, during my move recently, I went on marketplace for the first time. Welcome. Yes, welcome, welcome. to hell, yeah. basically. And obviously, I... We've all sat here listening to Matt on the podcast telling us about the craziness of Marketplace. And I was kind of like, yeah, like it's funny, it's hilarious. But when you go on Marketplace, it's just so annoying, isn't it? Like everyone does the whole like thing that you can click saying, hi, is this available? Yes. And then I say, yes, it is. This is a quick sale. Like let me know if you want it. No response. And this happened with like I would say – 100 to 200 different people and i'm like if you don't want it don't message don't send the message because i'm out here replying to everyone it's so annoying i then also had someone come to see this table physically came yeah someone came to see the table and then he was like oh it's too small this table is huge did you put measurements online yes i told him the measurements and he i like he was like I'm a tall guy. I'm 6'4". It's too small for me. I was like, one, one second, I'm 5'11 and a half and my fiancé is 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, like, and he was pushing 6 foot. He, he, he was about 6'3". He, he was. was like, you know, oh, this is too small for me. I'm like, okay, you just can say you don't want it. That's fine. But like, you know, I remember we use s- the tall thing because we're a tall couple. Yeah, we're tall. <laughs> don't use that as an excuse. That's, that's a poor one. Yeah. So did you end up selling it? I did end up selling it, but... For asking price? For asking price. Jeez. I got a lot of people halving the price. So I had this up for $100. I paid $350 for it on Marketplace myself. I used it one time after buying it on Marketplace. I was like, I'll just sell it for 100 get rid of it. Someone's going to get a great deal. Yeah. No. The amount of people that asked me to get it for $50, I was like, come on, guys. Like... This is a great... I'm giving this away. This is basically giving this away for free. Like, it's $100. Well, this begs the question of Marketplace. Do you put it up for a reasonable price and then with the allowance that they negotiate you down? Or do you... What do, like, where... Well, 
in in my mindset, I wanted to sell it within 24 hours. So I was like, I'm going to make it really, really reasonable. Yeah. And I think it was reasonable. I, it was initially bought for like $1,500, right? Yeah. Jeez. They're getting a deal. Yeah. So it's obviously been pass, passed down to me because this guy, what was it? He moved house and it didn't fit into the new house because it was too yeah. big. And then I bought it and I used it once. And then I was just like, okay, I'm going to get rid of this $100. But yeah, people so would you were put annoying. It, would you put it up for, say you wanted to make money off this, you weren't trying to quick sale it and you put it up for $200. So people half you to 100 But I feel like if you put it up for $200, people get scared by the initial price and they don't go any further. So you've yeah. got to find like this happy medium of where you're going to get profit or you're never going to make profit there's but not yeah there's not no profit, profit but you're going to make enough from it that it's worth your time worth your effort and all that so you've got to find like this happy medium it's fucking nuts there out needs there. to be a rule book for marketplace <laughs> i swear to god because it is actually crazy out there but i sold a table similar thing yeah. and um the guy hired someone off airtasker to come around had already negotiated it down from, I think we bought it for 350 the same and we did it for 200 It was huge. Remember the one outside? I've got a photo of the yeah. dog sitting on it. Like it's a big table with chairs, with 10 chairs. That they, like it's quality. So he's already hired someone from Airtasker to come help him lift it and move it. Yeah. He's then rocked up and he's already negotiated us down from 300 350 to 200 And then he goes, when he's there, he goes 150 And I was like, mate, I was like, really? (laughs) What happens if I say no? This guy's like, you know what I mean? Like, you're going to have to pay him for being here. And I was like, let's just do 170 and that's it. And he's like, yeah, done. And I was just like, fuck, they're, 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 what's the word? They're they're relentless. Relentless. They are relentless. Do you know what, actually, on the news today, it was saying that there's been a real spike in criminal activity in regards to marketplace. So, like, people not paying for items and people robbing like robbing things from people and like it is like really it has gotten really scary but that, there, so be careful guys that brings my question to that into that um that story i told on my tiktok about the hat and how i asked for the money first and people were like you can't do that i don't think you can do that either but through paypal i'm asking through it through paypal and i've already given you like what, would you give someone money for something that you hadn't got in your hand i mean it would be pretty silly especially because there are people who would be doing exactly yeah. what you do take the money and then their account would go offline and you wouldn't see them again i don't bucks. think it doesn't matter <laughs> <laughs> 20 bucks from 100 stupid people true, and you have yeah. you know I, I, I can see it from both parties like i give you my paypal like it's a genuine paypal you can see you can follow the link do you know what i mean so you can get the money no you're sh- wrong you just have to accept defeat here yeah. no one should pay anyone unless they have the goods in what their hands what happens though to someone that you're sending it to you're taking that risk I mean, who's sending things I on send marketplace? I send a lot on marketplace. Do you? Yeah. Well, I guess in that case, then yeah. But if it's not, if it's a they're coming to your house. What happens if you don't want someone to your house? And you want to be contactless. Well, then don't go on marketplace. <laughs> go to a market and sell it face to face. No, but you don't want to be contactless. You don't want to talk to people. So you want it to be contact. Yeah. Contactless. Oh, I guess you'd put that in the bio. Oh man, I've had some anyway, shit we're, chats with we are we're <laughs> having a shit chat now. I yeah. think I think we're ready to wrap this episode up, guys. Send us your marketplace stories. We are dying to to hear them. We know it's wild out there. Even if someone has robbed you, 
Let us know. Whoa, yeah, that would be that interesting. That would be interesting to hear about. Because you always hear my friend's friend got robbed, but you never actually hear from the person. We want to hear from you. So yeah. send us your messages in, send us your voicemails to Where's Your Head At Pod on Instagram or to Where's Your Head At Pod at gmail.com. And until next time, bye. Bye. Bye.